Bro. Yo. You like butter? I love it. Well, you better take care of that skull butter because the brain is about 60% fat. Ooh, certain fats have been shown to improve memory and cognitive functions while others increase the risk of blowing that heart up. Ooh, no good. (laughs) (laughs) Today on Forms and Focus, episode 20. 34. 34. We're moving up, bro. We are talking about fat and focus. I love this. Fats and focus. You got it. That's a whole series right there. Yeah, it is. Let's dig in. All right. Bro. Bro. I am Jonathan Noel. And I'm Brian Noel. This is Forms of Focus. Where we provide guided forms. That manifest radical radical focus. focus. Where we want you to be focused as... as Boy. (laughs) So, today we're talking about fats. Fats and focus. Um... (laughs) Bro's enjoying this <laughs> one already. a great word. So, turns out the brain is about 60% fat. So, for our hardcore long-term Ooh, listeners, yes. I think we mentioned on Devoted. an episode that the brain was 80% water, but then I found that it was 60% fat. So, obviously, that doesn't add up. So, I looked this up like 40 times. <laughs> but yeah, the brain is 60% fat. I couldn't believe it. 40% water, and the rest is protein and carbs. So where did we find 80% water? I have no idea. We found like 90% water in the lungs. Who knows if that's true? <laughs> I mean, Doesn't we, matter, don't, but we don't say anything apart from our rants, but every stat we say is from an article. It's from, from like an article. Harvard or well, <laughs> National Science. I was back in the early days. <laughs> so your brain is 60% fat. fat. Think about that. It's think, like softened butter. Think about that. Fat. Think about that fatty brain of yours. You got to take care of that thing. Hey, nice fatty brain, bro. Um, so your brain is not made from storage fats, uh, like you know, in the rest of your body, but structural fat. Now that's pretty it, interesting. It's pretty interesting because if your brain was made of storage fats, uh, when you were starving, your body would literally eat your brain. So good thing we evolved to not. Bro, that's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that wild? I'd never heard that before in my life until you just said it. Pretty amazing, right? Because you wrote these notes and I didn't read them. Isn't that amazing? So your body has storage fats all over it. So when you're starving. It doesn't eat your brain. It doesn't eat your brain. Like zombies. Pretty wild, right? I wonder if zombies are brains without structural fat. Well, they started as human. Right. But the disease ate the structural fat. So all they do is obsess with eating people. Uh, to get the structural, they want the structural fat. That's why they want your brains. Yeah, their brains are like constantly like eat humans, eat humans. So I did a lot of research on the fats. Uh, fats are comprised of a glycerol head with three fatty acid tails. And these tails are a hydrocarbon chain, a carbon skeleton bound by hydrogen atoms. So I didn't Bro, know any of this. This is crazy. So when I was doing the research, I found out why the fats form the way they do. So interesting. It, it turns out there are nine calories in every gram of fat, regardless of type. What? It's very nutrient dense or very uh, calorie dense for sure. Wow. Nine calories in every gram. Yeah, I know. 
Well, did you know that there are four main categories of dietary fats? I do now. <laughs> We've got saturated fats. We've all heard of this. So these are the ones, um, they hold their structure at room temperature, like butter. Okay. Beef tallow. So what these is are beef tallow? Beef fat. Oh. So when all carbon atoms are fully bound to hydrogen atoms, this structure is more solid, and that's why they hold their shape. So I was reading about this. This is actually really interesting. So just imagine a more rigid, actually fat molecule, and that's why it holds its shape. So we're talking about like butter versus like oil. Exactly. Mm. What do we got next, bro? So unsaturated fats. So some carbon atoms bind to each other as a double bond. So the fatty acid tail is bent. Exactly. So imagine instead of all the tails being straight and forming like a block for your butter fat, now it's bent. If some people who listen to this episode have a telescope, like a microscope, yeah, can you see that? Can you see a straight tail if you have a super microscope? I guess you can. I didn't try it. <laughs> I guess you don't have one. But like, all but I saw oil. the I saw the diagrams online. Nice. So yeah, that would be like olive oil, peanut oil. Mm. Um, so then there's monounsaturated fats. So that's one double bond. Polyunsaturated fats, uh, where there's more than one double bond. So it's what's g- an example of a monounsaturated fat? That's a great question <laughs> that I didn't write down the answer to. <laughs> and then the last one we have that we're all very familiar with is trans fats. Ooh, margarine, margarine vegetable, and vegetable shortening. What's Crisco? Vegetable shortening. But then I read, though, I think it's 2018, they banned trans fats from mar- or certain levels. There's a, <laughs> I, it gets complicated. You start looking at fats, it's a whole world. <laughs> so the FDA or whoever s- did a ban on trans fats in foods in certain quantities. Really? Because they're so freaking unhealthy. That's crazy. Pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so I think about like the 60s. Mm-hmm. And like the hamburger and hot dog and French fries. The biscuits. The biscuits. Where you're making, where you're using vegetable shortening mm. to fry stuff, <laughs> to make baked goods, you know, <laughs> pie crusts. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a lot of, yeah. So, long story short, the body can synthesize all the fatty acids it needs except for omega 3 and omega 6, omega 6, hence being called essential fatty acids. So these are, the other group um so these have to be consumed so that's why they're essential so the good fats which we've heard omega-3s omega-6s yep certain unsaturated fats Mm. increase hdl which is like your good cholesterol while reducing your ldls so that's why people say like eat more fish exactly that um eat less olive oil the mediterranean diet yeah fatty fish more olive oil instead of you know, chicken deep fried in lard. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, the natural bad, which is what we're talking about, saturated fats can raise levels of good and bad. Wait a minute. They're neutral slash bad. Oh, okay. Neutral bad. Saturated fats can raise levels of good and bad cholesterol. So that'd be like your butter, you know, the, the tallow I was talking about. Gotcha. Pork fat, things like that. When I was reading all this, I'm like, we grew up on butter. Yes. I don't actually see butter as a bad fat. <laughs> of course not. Why would I? Yeah. 
I think it comes down to sourcing. Mm. Are you buying the cheapest, you know, grocery, you know, super saver butter? (laughs) (laughs) Where you get like a half gallon for like $3. (laughs) But yeah. Worst fat of all, bro. What is it? The trans fat. So what's Uh. crazy, you know, some fats, you know, make your good cholesterol better. And then the, what is it? The um, saturated fats increase good and bad cholesterol, but the trans fats actually reduce your good cholesterol and then raise the bad. So Mm. it's the double whammy. Trans, so you're at a party. You're at a party. And like, you know, you're drinking alcohol, you're drinking water. Yeah. You're making good decisions. Yeah. But then your friend shows up. He wants to do shots. Shots of tequila, shots of like an energy drink. Yeah. That's pretty much... They're the trans fat of the relationship. Exactly. They're the bad influence. And they hand you a funnel full of red wine. <laughs> so you, instead of funneling a beer, all of a sudden you're chugging red wine. <laughs> this friend is the trans fat of your friends. Pretty much. It just fucks you up no matter. It's just bad. <laughs> it's just bad. So trans fat found mostly uh, in partially hydrogenated oils. This is where you add hydrogen as a catalyst to make liquid oil solid. This product... This process extends shelf life of the fat. So it all comes down to shelf life. Yeah. That, hey, this lasts longer. It doesn't go bad. Who cares if it, it just, kills people? just makes your life shelf life lo- shorter. Hey, the shelf life of the food goes up, and then the, shelf life the life your- expectancy comes down. Small price to pay. Oh, small price to pay. Hey. Bro, so, all right, so what's the function of all these fats in the body? So in the diet, fat is the carrier for the fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K, and supports their absorption in the intestine. Consuming sufficient amounts of fatty foods and content, these vitamins is thus essential for adequate intake of those micronutrients. Have you ever watched watched Alone? Yes. So like when they start going crazy because they don't get enough fats, like if they don't catch fish. Exactly. That's it. That's what it is. The f- they starve to death because they don't fats. have the healthy fats. You need fats. Yeah. It's not, you need fats. Gotta have them. Like when you're craving food, when you're craving french fries, you're craving fat and salt. Yeah. Because potatoes without those things basically don't have any flavor. Yeah. Mm. So essential fatty acids, EFAs, are required for maintenance of optimal health but they cannot be synthesized by the body. We talked about that. It must be obtained from dietary sources. Clinical observation studies have related an imbalance of dietary intake of fatty acids to impaired brain performance in diseases. To the brain part of this. That's from PubMed. About time, 12 minutes in. (laughs) Focus. So you're saying saying there's good fats for your brain. Right. There's neutral fats for your brain. Right. And then there's fats that just fuck your brain. Yeah, bend it right over. (laughs) (laughs) So beyond their important role in building the brain structure, EFAs as messengers are involved in the synthesis and function of the brain neurotransmitters. Right. They keep the brain ticking, talking to each other. The essential fatty acids, they are important. Uh, I think omega-3 being the big boy. Omega-3 seems to have stabilizing (laughs) effect on the heart. They can lower heart rate and help prevent... um, Arrhythmia, arrhythmias, um, 
Abnormal heart rhythms. Yeah, abnormal heart rhythm. <laughs> so that's also from WebMD. <laughs> Omega-3, DEH, DHA, and EPA can lower your triglyther- triglycerides. triglycerides, a blood fat that's linked to heart disease. Talk with your, <laughs> talk with your doctor before taking Omega-3 supplements because some types can make your bad cholesterol worse. What? <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Everything's just talk to your doctor. That's just our disclaimer. Yeah, talk to your doctor. I mean, it all comes down to sourcing. Don't listen to us. Please. <laughs> just shut it off. We're only here for entertainment. Uh, omega-3 foods and supplements curb plaque buildup inside blood vessels, helping, um, and this helps with blood flow. They can help prevent stroke caused by clots or blocked arteries. Mm. Also more WebMD. So they're, you need them. You need them. It's essential for a reason. You can't synthesize it. You got to eat it or you got to intake it. Yeah. So. Listen, there's different types of omega-3s and there's ALAs, DHAs, and EPAs. Right. And I have no idea what the difference is. (laughs) I think I did know when I was reading about it, but I definitely (laughs) forgot. (laughs) So turns out your body. (laughs) Turns out your body can turn ALA, ALA into DHA and EPA, though not very efficiently. Oh, so this, right. The reason I put this in there is because you can get omega-3s from plants. Okay. But it's not very efficient how it converts. Gotcha. That's the whole point of that mm. bullet point. It's way more efficient to get omega-3s from like fatty fish. Gotcha. But fish has mercury. Well... <laughs> Take it at your own risk. <laughs> so, bro, yeah, exactly. What is it? Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, what do we eat, bro? What do we eat? How do we get those bad boys? Fatty fish is the best source of omega-3s. So find the fattiest fish with the least amount of mercury. <laughs> that's that's the sweet spot right there. There you go. When you go to the fish market, you just need to be like, I want the fattest fish. With the least mercury ratio But you said that it's the ones that live a while, right? Yes. So sardines, anchovies. They're little guys. I want some sardines. You know what's funny? You want some sardines. Yesterday I was craving sardines. What's a good recipe with sardines? I don't know. I just eat them. So you mentioned the fatty fish, anchovies, mackerel, herring, sardines, oysters, salmon, Obviously, sourcing. Sourcing is important. We talk about that because don't buy the cheapest. The farm raised, the you know imported from other countries. I'm not going to name any, but yeah. So plant oils, plant oils such as flaxseed oil, soybean oil, and canola oil. So it's funny that they mention those. I found that a lot online. Soybean oil and canola oil. I thought canola oil was one of the worst ones. So (laughs) yeah, let's put an asterisk on that one. Because depending on where you do the research, there's a lot of conflicting information on those. So research backed by the canola oil companies <laughs> supports canola oil. <laughs> but technically, they do have omega-3s. <laughs> what percentage? <laughs> they have 3% omega-3s and 93, 97%, uh, what did we Trans. say? <laughs> Trans fat. And the, the toxins. Oh my gosh. So, Nuts and seeds. Sourcing. Yes. I guess. Flax seeds, chai seeds, walnuts. Nuts and seeds are good for you. Yeah, for sure. Did Sneaky. you know? What's up, bro? Crazy. What's up? I read somewhere. Look this up because I don't even remember where I read it or okay. if I'm anywhere close to right on this. All right. 
But if you eat a handful of cashews, it's the same effect on your brain for depression, like removes depression, support, you know, helps you with depression as taking medication for depression. Um, yeah. Look it up. Look it up. It's crazy. If that's true, then that'd be a lot cheaper than paying for expensive drugs every yes, month. Yes, it would. <laughs> so there's also supplementation, fish oil, krill oil, cod liver oil, and algae oil. Bro, uh, you cook when I go to your house. You're a great cook. Have you ever cooked with cod liver oil? You don't cook with it. You just take it, I think. <laughs> I don't think you cook with cod liver oil. <laughs> I think you just take it. <laughs> You're doing it for the omega-3s. That's it. <laughs> I well, think... Maybe we should make some cod liver oil popcorn. I'll fry up the popcorn and... Yes. With some... And fish oil, with krill some, oil. With some MSG. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that... Uh, we crushed this episode. I hope so. <laughs> we'll see when I'm editing it. So that concludes it. So... Fats. You've got fats. You know, do your own research. Don't listen to us. There's so much information, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think it just comes down to sourcing. Is yeah. butter bad for you? I mean, don't eat deep fried butter for breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner every day. Yeah. But I used a lot of butter. Yeah. And I made it to 32. <laughs> so and if you're 16 right now, you, you can, can double make your it to 32 too. <laughs> but I buy good butter though. It's sourcing. You remember that time we had a cabin trip and you told me to pick up some butter and I did? Oh, and you got the butter with the spread with the olive oil in it or it something? It was like fake butter, but I didn't even know it. <laughs> you were like, what is this? I was like, it's like the marketing got me. Like it said like natural, but it was like yeah. natural fake butter. Natural trash. <laughs> natural <laughs> trash. <laughs> I think that's it. All right. Go to formsandfocus.com. Sign up. Check the blogs and stuff, YouTube. <laughs> we got all the things. So check them out. Yes. All right. Thank you.